Hi, I'm April Adams Pertwee. I'm your host of the Inside Story podcast. I've been telling people stories my entire adult life as a broadcast journalist, video producer, and digital storyteller. These days, you can find me at Light Beamers, where I'm building a community of women who are ready to step into their brave by sharing their story with the world. On the Inside Story podcast, I'm bringing you some of the best stories I'm discovering from both the women inside of my community, as well as from around the streets of the internet. Plus, I'm digging deep to share some of my own stories with you along the way. My hope is that these stories will help encourage you to examine your own story so that you can share it with other people. I have a motto at Light Beamers. When we share our stories, we shine a light. So with that in mind, let's get down to business today and share the light found in this episode. Light Beamers and listeners of the Inside Story podcast. I am your host, April Adams Pertwee. So happy to be here with you today. And I've got a dear friend and a super special guest with me today, Louisa Garrett. Louisa has been in our community for quite some time, and she is all about kindness. And is that not the most juicy topic that we can dive into today? Because that's really what I truly believe is a huge part of what our stories can do is it can inspire and shine light out into the world. And so much of what we can share is is a piece of kindness with each other. Like when we share our stories, shining that light is being kind to one another. And Louisa's whole mission is around making kind loud in the world. So we're going to make kind very loud today on the Inside Story podcast. Louisa, I'm so happy that you're here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you about all the things. All the things, all the things kindness related and many other things. Um, I I know that you are literally fresh from a speaking engagement, sharing this message with other people. So let's just start right there. Um, you know, tell me a little, tell everyone a little bit about your, your work in the world. You know, you're out sharing this message of kindness to organizations, to groups, to schools, to basically all of social media. We're definitely going to talk a lot about that today, but what is the overall message that you are out when you're doing these speaking engagements that you're trying to teach people about kindness? Let's just start right there. Yeah, thank you. So yes, I just finished a speaking engagement and it was beautiful. And I talk about my journey because as you know, I was a super sarcastic person back in the day. And then I transformed into a person who was on this kindness journey and it wasn't, you know, overnight or easy. And that's what I talk about during my talks, that kindness is a choice. How you show up in this world is a choice. What you, how you decide to respond to different situations is a choice. And so, yeah, there are moments when um, it's going to be difficult where um, you might want to lash out or someone is being being difficult and, and causing drama, but you get to choose how you respond. And so that's the overall message. And it's been a beautiful journey. I've been on my kindness journey for 10 years now. And for the first couple of years, it was hard trans, uh, trans, transforming from 
sarcasm to kindness was very difficult because my default <laughs> was sarcasm. And so I had to take a moment, I had to take a beat and really think about what I wanted to say and how I wanted to show up in every single situation. And so that is the meat of what I talk about in my, in my talks. Well, before we go more into the meat of that and how us and the listener can start to approach kindness from this perspective, I would love to just peel back your story a little bit more because when you say that you were living this world of sarcasm, you know, of course I have heard you share this story many times as you've, you've been in our world for a long time, but for those who haven't heard that story, what did that look like for you? Like, how were you showing up and how did sarcasm, when it was your default mechanism, what did that sound like? And what was the catalyst for change for you? Because what happened to make you realize I don't want to be this way anymore. And I do want to, you know, find the kinder way to show up. Right. So how it looked for me is that I always had a comeback. I always was locked and loaded with something to say. If people thought they were going to get a dig at me, oh, I had something to top that. And um, even when people were just being normal, <laughs> I still would, you know, make a joke. Um, I thought they were jokes, quote unquote, but um, it was just being rude and and not really looking for the laugh, looking for the dig, instead of seeing the person as a person. My goal was to make sure that they felt my my sarcasm. And looking back, I was like, well, that was that was an interesting way to live, but that's who I was. And it was my niece. I have 25 nieces and nephews and they are amazing and I love them with the core of me. And one of my nieces lived with me during her high school year. She would tell me, like I would tell her to do your homework, clean your room, uh, wash the dishes, whatever the case may be. And in every single time I told her to do something, she would respond with, it's not what you say, it's how you say it every single time. And I'm sure that when I was telling her to do these things, that I wasn't saying it in the most kind or gentle way. I'm almost positive that I was not. <laughs> At 15, she would say, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And this went on for probably about a year. And then fast forward another six months or so, somebody said something to me that was completely off the wall that I was, I thought to myself, why did you say it like that? And as soon as I thought that, her little 15 year old voice popped in my head and said, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And like I said, my nieces and nephews are the loves of my life. And if I wanted them to show up better, if I wanted them to be kind humans and productive citizens of this world, they were looking to me and how I was acting and how I was showing up and how I was responding. And I had a bunch of little sarcastic people around me because that's what I was giving off. And I said, well, I don't want them to, you know, see me being the sarcastic person when I have a choice. And so I made a conscious decision to be kinder. And it was, you know, it wasn't an overnight thing. <laughs> Definitely was not. I didn't wake up the next day and say, okay, we're going to be kind. This is it. 
no, that's not what happened. <laughs> it took me a while to get my kindness muscle really working. And I had to take a moment. I had to really sit back and think, oh, you can't say that. Okay, no, that's you can't say that. And it would take me, you know, going through my mental, <laughs> my mental Rolodex of responses before I decided that, okay, yes, this is a great thing to, to say. And so it's that pause. It was that pause that allowed me to filter through the sarcasm to find the kindness. Because I believe that everyone is good at the core. I believe that every single person in this world is good at the core. But it's how you choose to show up and how you choose to go with kindness, drama, rudeness, whatever, or not. Or you show up in love and, and, and joy and compassion. And so, um, yeah, so it was a journey. It's still a journey. I still have my, don't get me wrong. Please, please don't get me wrong. <laughs> I am not saying that I have got this down 100%. I still have my moments where I'm like, ooh, you could have you could have shown up better in that situation. But now I recognize that sooner than I did in the past. Yeah, that's the thing is like just making that conscious effort and going out, setting the intention of each day, doing our best to be kind, and then noticing when we're not. Whereas before, it sounded like you were just operating. That was your operating mode. And there was no awareness around the fact that the sarcasm was coming across as quite unkind. You know, to you, it was uh, probably a place of standing, you know, exerting power or exerting control or, you know, showing showing your cards a little bit too. Because oftentimes what that does is just show where... We have work to do, you know, and you finally realized that and went on that, on that journey. Um, you know, I know one of the things, and I said this earlier was that you do this by now speaking this out and teaching others about kindness. And one of the ways in which you do this, one of the many ways in which you do this is that you have literally taken to social media every single day. For the past four years, I believe it's like four years or I think you recently hit a milestone, which was around four years. Is that right? Yes. Every single day showing up on social media with this message around kindness and your whole, you know, this evolution of, 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 of Louisa has turned into this movement that you call make kind loud. Tell us a little bit more about that evolution and how you landed here at make kind loud and being on social media every single day for the last four years, going live, speaking out a positive message to your audience. Can you share that journey? Yes. I was talking with a friend back in 2018, February, 2018, and I was venting about something. I can't remember exactly what I was venting about. I was venting about something and I was like, I, I literally said negativity shouts and kindness whispers, and we have to figure out a way to make kind loud. And she stopped me. She said, that is the hashtag. That is the movement. And I was, and I said, yes, make kind loud. <laughs> That's what we have to do because you hear about the negative all the time. You hear about the confusion and the chaos 
all of the time. But April, I promise you, there is more good in this world than not. There is more people out there, boots on the ground, doing the good work that, that we don't get to hear about. And so my goal and my mission is literally what it says is to make kind loud. And one day I got on um, Facebook, I was doing a live. I had been, you know, I did, I would do lives every once in a while, but it wasn't every day at all. And so I got on Facebook and I can't, again, I can't remember what the situation was. And I said, you know, we just have to be, we just have to be kinder humans. And I'm going to just going to come on every day and remind us to do that. And that was the start of it. And so February 12th, 2018, I made that statement. And ever since then, I've done that every single day is get up, uh, make a, say a message, whatever's on my heart. But the first two years, it was the exact same message. The first two years, it was, you know, good morning, choose fantastic, you have a choice. Um, it was that exact same message for two years straight. And then the world shut down, the world collapsed, George Floyd happened, and uh, that shook me up. And I said, well, now it's time to, to peel that back. Yes, that message is relevant, it's important, and people uh, look forward to hearing that same message every single day, but we need to dig deeper. How do we dig deeper and, and really make this world better? And so from, from then on, from May of 2020, uh, I've, I've done a different message every single day, but the essence is still the same, that you have a choice of how you show up in this world. Since George Floyd happened and you shifted the way that you show up online with that message, what, yeah. has, what has that, how has that changed you? What has that allowed you to do in terms of going deeper? Uh, to go deeper. It's allowed me to go deeper with myself as well. Um, because it was honestly, even though this is my, I know this is my purpose in life. I know this is what I was born to do is to spread this message of kindness and love. Um, I know that that was the message, but I was, I was showing up, but I was showing up on the surface. And even though I was saying the message, I was saying the words, I wasn't allowing people to really get to know the core of me. And that, that's what the story is, right? It's, it's learning who people are, getting to the core of them. And that message on in May of 2020 when George Floyd, I think it was like a seven or eight minute message where I was just crying the entire time. And I was like, we have to do better. We have to show up differently. We, have, we belong to each other. When are we going to start acting like we belong to each other? And I realized that although my the journey to that point was beautiful and, and, and it was supposed to be what it was, it was time for me to level up and to really dig deeper and, and, and be bolder in this stance of kindness. Well, and sharing your story more, really, right? Like allowing more people to really see how this affects you and how you're showing up and like where, where you're struggling to be kind or whatever it may be that's on your heart that day in that particular message, even though the, the bigger message is still there, when you peel back the layers and allow more of your own story to come through, the message penetrates, right? Like the message can penetrate when the story is there to, to really illustrate 
the feelings and the emotions and the realness of what you're experiencing. For sure. And that's what people relate to um, is the realness of it all. And if we can just be real and we are all the same, we're the same, you know, we're different. We're, we're different races. We're different religions. We're different uh, political affiliations, but at the core of it all, we're, we're the same. We want, you know, good things for our family. We want uh, kindness. We want to hopefully do our part to make this world better. We, you know, at the core of it, we're the same. And if we can peel back those layers and stop looking at each other as a label and start looking at each other as humans, then I think we could we could be so much better and we could and this world could be much better. But it's the labels. And you know, if if you see me and all you see is a black person and you don't see uh, you don't and that stops you from getting to know my heart, then you don't really see me, right? And so we have to, we have to peel back those layers. Oh, so good. It's so good. And it's the labels that are kind of just the facades that, you know, the, the surface level that people stop, uh, stop at really, you know, as a result, because you've been sharing this kind message and you've had make kind loud and the hashtag for a while, but with this shift of going deeper and sharing more of Louisa and doing a longer message than maybe that your one minute live video. Now they, you know, a little bit longer cause they're a little bit juicier and they're a little bit more meatier, deeper. What has changed for you in terms of being able to make kind loud? Like what has unfolded? What ha- have there been doors that have opened up? Have people reached your, you know, kind of grabbed onto your mission more with you now? What has changed in that context? Yeah. So, you know, Speaking engagements have, have been coming. People have been reaching out. Uh, but bigger than that, bigger than that, yes, on a business level, it's great. But bigger than that is I know that if I have impacted just one person, then I've done my job, right? And so there are days when I don't want to get up <laughs> and do a live. You know, there are days, and I'm just being completely honest, where I'm like, I am not feeling it today. But then I think about uh, Gwen. There's there's a lady named Gwen. I've never met her. But she comes and she watches my video every single day. Every day. If no one else watches it, Gwen is going to watch the video. And when I have my moment of, ooh, I'm not really feeling this today, Gwen pops into my head and, and I'm like, ooh, but Gwen needs this. So let me get up and do it. And then once I do it, you know, I needed it myself. And so, um, so yeah. And so the bigger thing is, is that even though you know, the speaking engagements are great, um, everything business-wise is great. However, my, my main purpose is to make sure that it's impacting people on a core level. And, and if that's just that one person, then my job is done. Then that's okay. Because I don't know, people talk about a lot about legacy. You don't know what your legacy is going to be because you have no idea the impact you've had on someone and how they have gone forth and had an impact on someone else, right? And so I just do my part. I just get up and do my part. And whatever happens, whatever those ripples are, I send them out with love. And I hope that, you know, the ripples of kindness and people are, um, 
finding some kind of smile or some kind of comfort in those words. And, and, and my mission truly is to change the world. But you change the world by one person at a time. Yeah. One Gwen at a time. One Gwen at a time. I love it. One Gwen at a time. Yeah. No, so when here. I did my four year Go ahead. When I did my four year anniversary, Gwen, I had Gwen come on my live and I told her, I was like, Gwen, you're you keep me going. <laughs> so yeah. Well, and that's what I was going to say too. It's like, you know, we show up for others because we're out here sharing these messages and, you know, you and I have been traveling this journey for a little bit together and I know cheering each other on because so much of what you're doing is basically what I'm trying to do is shining a light into the world and using our stories to be a positive force, not a negative force. Like we don't share negative stories at Light right. Gamers. We share positive stories. Do we, do we share challenging stories, painful stories? Yes, but we get to the other side of them always so that they can be a light into the world and they can be, have a positive impact. And as much as we, you and I, and people like us out there doing this work of, of showing up, showing up and doing that yes. for other people so that we can try to reach that one person, it's equally as important that the audience shows up, right? And that the people like yeah. Gwen are there because if you don't want to get up that day, if you didn't have Gwen, you might find a way to eventually start to slide back, you know, to give yourself that right. excuse. And I think this is such a, right. we all can apply this in our life because there's, you know, whether you're starting a new workout routine or you're trying to eat healthier or you're drinking more water or you know, when you want to read more books and you want to like hold yourself accountable, it's hard to do that when we're all by ourselves, you know, yes. it's just really hard to do that. And so it's like having, as you said, doing life together, like realizing we're all in this together. We all want the same things. And so you want to impact and then we need the people who want to hear it. You know, we need the people that are enjoying yeah. our message to say, I'm here. I'm enjoying this. Please keep going because it's keeping me going. And it just continues to reverberate back and forth, back and forth, back and forth to each other. Because it's never about, you know, just your mission of making kind loud or my mission of life beamers to share stories. It's always about the, the other side of it, of how people are receiving yeah. it and how then they give back to us through their energy and their way, the way they show up and their, their gratitude that then keeps us going. It's the fuel. So it's very cyclical. So I love that you share the story yeah. of Gwen. It's so powerful. Um, so, you know, I want to get to where we share something with the viewer, the listener around, okay, sure, Louisa, this sounds great. Making kind loud. <laughs> yeah. I could probably tone yeah. down my sarcasm too. And maybe I'll, you know, pay attention a little bit more to my words each day. But beyond that, like, what are some real tactical, practical things that you teach people to do to begin their own journey to make kind loud and to join you in your movement? Yeah. So one of the main things is to look at yourself, right? And I know that's, it's easy to say, but it's difficult to do at times. And I had to take a long look at myself in the mirror and, and decide <laughs> who I wanted to be and why was I you know, why was drama always around me? 
and that takes a lot of of inside inside work inside look and i wish there was a um a cookie cutter answer to that but it truly is starting with you and how you want to show up and if you decide to go on your own journey of kindness to give yourself grace because at the very beginning it's not going to be easy like i said you're not just going to be you know snap your fingers and all of a sudden everything is all rosy but you know reading books um putting stuff in you that is good i do i talk a lot about one of the things i talk about is called what's in your cup and the story goes this lady was holding a cup of coffee and then she gets bumped and then the coffee spills out and the question is why did the coffee spill out of the cup well you know the answer is is because she got bumped but the deeper answer is is because there was coffee in the cup now if there had been water in the cup water would have spilled out tea tea would have spilled out and that goes the same for humans what are you ingesting what's inside of your human cup and whatever that is that is what's going to spill out when life bumps you and life is going to bump you <laughs> once you decide to go on this kindness journey you're going to get bumped for sure but what is going to spill out and that is that is the part of the journey and your work you have to do the work it's hard sometimes it's it's tiring and you might want to just do surface level work but you have to dig deep and and figure out who you want to be in this world and be unwavering about that and decide that oh that I can't do that anymore because that doesn't align with who I'm trying to be and that means sometimes losing friends that means that your circle gets a little bit smaller that means you know not watching your drama filled tv show anymore and i'm not saying any you know what to each its own to to their own but you have to make a decision of who you want to be and then line up everything in your life to make sure that you are going for your goals right and i can't there's no map there's no map i can't say that you know x y and z will get you there You know what I'm saying? You have to do the work inside. But it comes first from looking at yourself and deciding who you want to be and then making those changes in order to be it. But it's so good. I love the cup analogy. So it's such a good one. And you know, I think that it is a slow um it, it oftentimes is a slow shift and change. Yeah. You know, you, you mentioned mm-hmm like not watching drama filled TV or paying attention to what you're reading or the type of circle that you're hanging out with um those are all things and when I look back on my own journey that I've changed over time you know i mean yeah. my younger self has done all those things where i've sat and watched soap operas all day or binged on netflix Bang. and <laughs> read a bunch of trashy novels and i've hung out with people that did a lot of complaining and you know uh judging of others and you know a lot of negativity i've done all of it i've done every bit of that do i do that now yeah. no was that an easy change overnight of course not it was a it was an intentional like gee this isn't really filling my cup <laughs> so yeah. what else could this look like and slowly beginning to change my circle of friends um my circle definitely got tighter and smaller 
but it got richer and more fuller too, you know? Mm. Um, you know, yeah. I used to belong to all these book clubs and I would read all these books, wonderful literature and amazing books, but I also found that I didn't want to live in a world of fiction anymore. And so that spending time reading to me, um, and I've read some incredible books in my life that are amazing fiction, but I no longer spend a lot of time reading fiction anymore. Now I read a lot of personal development and self-help, yeah. <laughs> you know, business building Same. things. Same. And it's funny, you know, thinking about that change that I've made in my life and TV. Oh my gosh. I, I, I don't watch TV like ever. And I used to be, I used to be on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, that's really funny. I love that. Um, and now I don't even hardly turn it on. So it is like over time, these are things that you can be intentional about changing because it's really, yeah. and it's not like, oh, I'm going to set out to never watch TV again. It's just like, is this show that I'm watching making me feel good? Is it, is it enriching me? Right. It's like a little bit more granular, you know, you got to get down to that. And so then sometimes you you'll answer by saying, floor. yes, I enjoy watching this. Like I personally, if I do watch TV now I'm watching things like, um, one of our favorites as a family is like the voice. Cause we love watching those singers, you know, perform and the judges that are on the voice are they're really positive. It's not a knock you down kind of judging show. And it's, right. I love to watch those personal stories of these singers trying to make it and like, you know, cheering for them until the, until the very end. So watching that show makes me feel good and I'm excited for these people and I love their stories. And so that one stays in the cup, you know, but all the other shows that I used to watch, like I don't watch soap operas anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I love, yeah. <laughs> I love that cup analogy. I think that's such a good one that people can remember. They can actually really think about what's in their cup because that's the stuff that's going to spill out yeah. when life bumps you. So good. So yep. with your make kind loud movement, um, like what are you up to now? Like, tell me the update with what's going on with make kind loud and how are you bringing more people into the fold with you beyond your speaking engagements and things like that? Yeah, so I do uh, my daily videos, uh, speaking engagements. I do outreach to kids. You know, kids kids are going to save the world. Um, they really are. But we have to we have to reach them, right? We have to uh, make sure that because they're we we are all born with it, with the with our purpose, with our love, with our joy. We're all born with that, right? And for whatever reason, as we get older, it changes. And if we can just tap into the kids and allow them to show us the way <laughs> instead of um, changing them, allowing them to change us, then that would be huge. So a lot of mentoring um, and just, you know, do it. It's not it's not huge like the movement but it's huge if that makes sense you know what I mean huge what you're doing is huge um and the impact of it and the way that it reverberates out you know I think that's one of the things that I've enjoyed about you the most is that because you stand so firmly in this message and you show up with it every day 
that when I see you or when I come in contact with you, whether in person or online, I'm reminded. You know, I, I cannot see you or see anything of yours without thinking about kindness. And while that may not translate into, oh, I brought this program into the Boys and Girls Club or I got on the Ellen DeGeneres show, it translates in such a huge way. And if, hopefully, when others are going on their own kindness journey and they're starting to show up differently, that same impact is being felt by their circle of influence. When they see that person show up, they feel a certain way. I've been told this about me, you know, like people say, when I, when I see you, I just immediately think of yellow and positivity and, and stories. And I'm like, great. That means I'm doing my job well, right? You're doing your job well too, because that's what happens. And so when we think about oh, we've made it, success looks like this, right? That's what success is made of right there. Because that's, and I know any one of the people in your community would totally agree with me that when they see you, that's what they think of and they are reminded of kindness. We're reminded of kindness and our responsibility in this world to show it, to give it, to give it freely, you know? Thank you. And I, and that's, that's, that's the joy. That's that's the mission, is shining my light so others can shine mm -hmm. theirs, right? And even in the moments when I don't feel shiny, <laughs> <laughs> even in those moments, it's important to shine, to give people permission, to give other people permission to shine too. Yeah, that's it. Give other people permission to shine because we agreed to shine first, right? Like someone has to go first. And so go first and shine, and then others will shine as a result of seeing you shine. And that's what it is with your, with your message around kindness. And that's how we make kind loud. That's the domino effect. That's the domino <laughs> effect. That I is. love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. How can people reach you? Um, how can they support you? Like, Tell them what to do. Tell the audience where to go and what to do. Let's tell them how to make Kind Loud more with you. Yes. Facebook is my jam. So you can find me on Facebook. Um, I think it's uh, my personal is louisa.garrett1. And then also the Make Kind Loud page as well. Please like, share, follow. Uh, that would be awesome. And on LinkedIn, it's again, Louisa Garrett. And use the hashtag Make Kind Loud. The more that we can use that hashtag, and the more we can get it out there, then the more people will see it. And hopefully it will imprint on their hearts in order to, for them to make kind loud in their own lives. Hashtag make kind loud. And we will link up all of Louisa's channels that she mentioned as an easy clickable reference right there in the show notes. So go grab that as well. Louisa, thank you so much. Thank you for being such a bright light in our community of light beamers and in all the work that you do at Make Kind Loud and especially just the dedication that you have to show up every single day live on Facebook sharing your deep message around um, kindness and what that's looking like for you on any given particular day. I just love it. Well, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. You know, I love your light 
and just keep, you know, keep shining. That's what we're here. We're, what that's we're right. To do. Keep shining. And that's the message for the audience. If you're listening, it's a reminder to you as well that, that you can join us in this movement, that you can share your story, show kindness to others. And in doing that, that's how you shine a light. So that's our, that's our call to action for you today is to, to find that way to go share your kindness, to share your story, to be there, to show up for other people, and then start allowing that reverberation to come back to you and just watch your life transform. All right, listeners, thank you so much for being with us on this show for the Inside Story podcast with Louisa Garrett. Be sure to connect with her and follow the Make Kind Loud movement. We will be back here next week with another episode. Until then, be sure to go uh, subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, share this, this episode out with your friends, because this is another way that you can continue to make kind loud is by sharing the messages of all the good work that Louisa is doing. And we will see you back here next time. Go share your story and have a great day. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to give it a review and share this broadcast out with your friends and family. Now, did listening to this episode make you think more about your own story? Are you wondering which parts of your own story are relevant to share with others? This is the question I get asked more than any other. How do I share my story? Which parts of my story are worth sharing with other people? How can I make my story relatable so that others can benefit from it? I've taken my simple process that I've used for years as a journalist and broken it down into a three-part storytelling formula that will help you discover the key components of your own story and how to share it. It's a free resource I've created to help you become a light beamer by sharing your story. Simply go to www.lightbeamers.com and click on the big yellow button on the homepage to download your story formula. I'd love to hear your story too. So be sure to join my free community on Facebook, the Light Beamers community, and share your story with me. I can't wait to learn more about you and the story that's inside of you. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when our next broadcast is live. You will want to stay tuned to the stories we are lining up for you next. I promise they are so good. As always, Light Beamers, I'm over here cheering for you. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.